it raining? It's, oh, it, it was supposed to rain this evening. It's, it's Florida, man. And with that being said, episode 62. Go back. <laughs> Go back. Is that how you want to? Oh, man, I mean, it's really raining, raining. That's how you want to start? We're not going to start yeah, like that. Goat back. He is back, though. Does the goat wear number 62? He does not. He does not know. He does not. There's, there's a two. However, Jose Quintana of the White Sox, or former of the White Sox, and the Cubs wore 62. Okay. Sure. He did. Oh, uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing? <laughs> I'm thinking. Tampa Bay Lightning, Andre Schuster. He doesn't wear it now, but he wore it his last stint with the Lightning. Not related to Juju. He is not related to Juju. Okay. Who's a free agent? Yeah. Um, Jason Kelsey, Travis's brother. Oh, center. Like that. Yeah. All right. Center. Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, New York Yankees, Jabba Chamberlain. It's a great first name. Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Miami Hurricanes, Hayden Mahoney. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pouring down out here. It's Florida. I got nothing. Okay. Um, nineteen eighty five Chicago Bears right guard Mark Bortz, Miami Hurricanes <laughs> Jaron Williams. All right, the All bag right. is open. Um, I don't have many. <laughs> Actually, I'm done. A uh, relief pitcher Cubs Bob Howry. Sure, that's the one to take us home because I'm done. Unless you got another one in the holster. He always has another one. Uh. Uh, 49ers right guard Guy McIntyre. Sure. Why would you remember a random right guard for the 49ers? Um, I it's ask, always a backstory. By the way, I, that's why I'm asking because this one I want to hear. So me and my me and my mom shout to Pam would collect cards, like trading cards all the time. Like huge on that. You're old. I am. And the football cards I would get would never be like I never got Bo Jackson, I never got Deion Sanders. Well, of and not. the joke is that I always used to get Guy McIntyre. <laughs> All the people I would get, I would get Guy McIntyre. Shout out to Guy. Wherever you no, are. no shout out to Guy. Yeah, man, shout him out. Not at all. One time for Guy McIntyre. Hey. I'm not shouting out Guy McIntyre. This is his first not, and last reference of the year. Now I'm gonna tag him on Instagram. Yeah, you go should. find him. Let's go find, go find him. him. Actually, if he responds to that. That would actually be like be pretty dope. See, but you don't want to shout him out. He's part of your childhood. Yeah. Wow. Like you have like a memory of this person. I do. I do. Yeah, dude. Give he was me, actually really good though. Give him so give him his love. Why All are right. you not giving me a shout out, then? guy? You're really good. And if Unc Shay tags you, please sign my card and send it back so I can put it in my collection. Boom. Boom. Only here on the Somebody Said podcast. Mm-hmm. Now I hope you send him the card. He just keeps it. <laughs> Well, God, guy's probably a drunk well, somewhere. Like, no, 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 guy, no, guy's not a, no, guy's not a drunk. He's a stand-up man in his community. However, if he does keep my card, that'll be theft, and I would have to call one of our sponsors. Right? Yeah, look at you. Maybe, that. But maybe he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't. You got to blame the red lady. Oh, oh, you you didn't see where he was going oh, with that? I didn't. You didn't I catch didn't. that. That's crafty. Very crafty for a show where we all walk in here mm-hmm. with not much energy. Mm-hmm. I like what we've started. This is nice. All right, and if you guys didn't catch that, our sponsors are the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official sponsor of the Somebody Said podcast. Uh, I, I meant to bring in a little something so I could actually give you guys the uh, the drink that I was talking about no. last week, but no, no. Mm. It's, when you walked in, you felt like you might have needed that. 
I don't need that. No? <laughs> All right. It's not the weekend. We ain't going to the Super Bowl yet. I, I got to. Right. I have to live tomorrow. I got to be somebody. What is it called again? Death. <laughs> <laughs> Death by beverage. Was, nah, it, was it Take It Easy? No, it was the it was slow ride. No, what was I singing? I was singing um Take It Easy. What was it cocaine? No, no, it wasn't that Eric Clapton. No, I was singing that <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, oh no, yeah. Yeah. Either way. All right. It's fine. Other sponsor, Lost was Clinton Paris. Take the pain out of being hurt. And I'll be very hurt if God doesn't send my card back. So God, please send my card back. <laughs> All right. We kind of have a full pack show. There's been a lot of stuff going on since the last time we talked. There's go back. <laughs> there's goat talk. Title. <laughs> Listen, the goat's back. Baseball's back. We got March Madness. We have a bunch of foolish things going on in the NFL. So... We'll kick it off and let's uh let's talk about some baseball. Play ball. Yeah, because we don't have a thing. Take for that. me out to the ball game. Take, take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I ever get back because it's root, root, root for the Cubbies. If they don't win, it's a shame because it's one, two, Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. People are going to think we planned that. They're going to think we planned that, and we did not. That's fair. Not a good no, that's actually fantastic. And now it makes me actually want to get make sure we get to a game together at Wrigley and actually sing the seventh inning stretch. All right. What, yeah. what game are we going to? I'm, it, I'm usually matter. good up until about then. We get in bottom of the eighth. I'm I'm looking for an exit. We don't have to stay for the whole game. The Cubs aren't good right now, so honestly, it's the Wrigley experience. And then let's go do Wrigleyville, which means let's go get drunk. Do they throw the ball back? Or is when they hit a home run? The, yeah, yeah. The, the opposite team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposite team hit back. the home run. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that? And you've seen, you seen the movie, right? No. What what movie is that? Wasn't it the rookie rookie of the year? Rookie of the year? Oh yeah, and never then seen it. That's how he gets. Found because he throws it from the bleachers to like home plate. Yeah. Oh, sounds like a cute story. <sighs> this guy. He's such a jerk, man. <laughs> <laughs> number, number one BS guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Baseball. So they actually came to an agreement. Baseball is back. The 99 day lockout is over. I honestly don't know how to feel about it because obviously you guys know that I'm the baseball guy around here and they still just don't know how to keep their fans and grow this game. And I feel like they did a few things in the, in the CBA, the new CBA to push the game forward, make it more enjoyable. Um, I still think baseball is lacking real leadership. Um, a couple things that I think that they, that they brought in a new CBA um, there's no more interleague rotating games. So essentially it's kind of like how in football where, you know, like the, the NFC South, everybody in the NFC South plays the AFC North, right? Everybody in that divisional play, that'll be the kind of interleague matchup. This way they're taking that out, right? The DH and the, and the NL is kind of coming to it. So now you'll actually see if Mike Trout comes to Wrigley Field, you'll get to see Mike Trout playing DH if you want to. Like, you get to see a lot more people. Um, 
I think that's pretty dope. Like you get more interaction between um, the team. So again, um, somebody like the, the the Rays, you might get to see the Cubs come. You get to see the Giants. You get to see the Mets. You get to see more teams instead of just these weird interleague matchups where they're trying to make rivalries. I think that's pretty cool. Thoughts? I I don't really like it because isn't that when the pitchers get the the bat? The interleague play, and so, so I'm okay with, with seeing a pitcher trying to hit a baseball. I know it's funny sometimes, but <laughs> they also give themselves a chance to help themselves. And, and it never works. It never works. But the pitchers aren't good hitters. It's so, still so, a part of the game. So to me, again, to make the game exciting, you're right. And and every every pitcher is not Babe Ruth. <laughs> right. So to me, now all of a sudden, you're making the game a little bit more exciting. If you know, hey, it's the uh, Sixth inning, and here comes the pitcher up the bat, you know, with two on, two out. It's automatic out. I get it. It's automatic out. Instead, if I have a good DH there, if I have David Ortiz batting there at Wrigley Field, I would rather see that because, again, like the, the, the DH usually goes away if the AL team is playing at an NL stadium, right? So now they have to make the pitcher bat. But now I get to see David Ortiz play three games at Wrigley Field. I would rather see that as a as a baseball consumer. Sure. <laughs> Breeze. <Please. laughs> I I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, I'm be honest. That's 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 unfortunate. All right. One thing that I don't like that they took away is the 163rd uh tiebreaker game. So essentially they're gonna go to where, um, kind of like how they do in the NFL where they're gonna let all math choose what's the tiebreaker with it i don't like that because you there have been some really classic games that have been played in that one game playoff to 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 determine who goes Cameron. to determine who goes <laughs> you're fired to the playoffs that right? i was connected <laughs> gotta stay connected it's all Touché. good right so they're getting they're, they're getting rid of that so now it's going to be all mathematics which Again, it, it, it takes a little bit away from a game that I think needs things to keep it exciting. You take away the, the human element. You want to be able to play for an opportunity, not essentially bringing the BCS into baseball. So, you know what? And that's where I was going. That's why I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with it because I got to pick a side and very different sport, very di- different circumstances. No, you know what? No, forget that. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. You're right. You guys are right. Nope, don't like it. Give me the playing game. Yeah. Give yeah. me that 163rd game. Again, it's, it's 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 one game to make sure you get there. I mean, NCAA what? they they pretty much do that now with the first four, right? You're giving somebody an extra chance to get in to have that one spot as a 16 seed. One of the stanks in the Dead Sox last year in that playing game. To play the Rays? I believe so. Yeah. It was a really good game. Then it, it comes down to pitching. Because sometimes you can have a dominant pitcher and it could be an automatic dub. But then now that pitcher can't throw first in that next series of your your first actual like playoff series. So it quite possible. You know, it, it definitely brings like a different like element element of strategy. And yeah, like that game was a really good game. I hate both teams. But it was a good game. Yeah, bring back the playing game. There it is. So MLB stinks. So the last thing that I that I think you know, um, <laughs> I think this is a really good thing, but 
in a weird way, I'm kind of on the fence because it helped my team. It's also helping Pam's team right now is the idea of bringing in a draft lottery to baseball. Yeah. Hear me out. Does it matter, though? Yes. Yeah. So they've kind of they've actually really thought this thing through, which is something that I, I in their mind, it gets rid of tanking. Right. And one thing in baseball, which is a lot different than other sports, is there's a lot of teams in baseball right now that will complain about being in small markets. They can't compete, but they're making money. Right. Pittsburgh Pirates, they're in a small market, quote unquote, but they're making money. Right. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're in a small market, but they're making money. Mm -hmm. Right. So it gives them incentives to not be good or not try hard. Right. Now, in my in my in my time, the Cubs tanked to win. Right. The Cubs tanked. They got rid of all their good players in there. They were able to sign John Lester, get Anthony Rizzo, draft Javi Baez, Javi, <laughs> draft Chris Bryant, draft Kyle Schwarber. They won a World Series. So it worked. Right. Trust the process. Trust the process. The, the White Sox are doing the same thing. They got amazing talent over there. So the idea is you don't want to tank and now all of a sudden well, you're the worst team in the league so you get the first pick in the draft. At this point, the, the lowest 18 teams are all in the lottery. Yeah, Pretty much like the NBA. Uh, that's gross. 18 teams out of 32? That's sure. gross. But, but again, it, it, it makes your teams have to try that. to be competitive. So now you're not tanking to get the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, but if try to teams play. Will still do it though. And if the Yankees have a bad year, they could still buy players and get a top. Yeah, pick. I don't like. And it. then you but got again, we're you not, got we're, again, we're the not Dodgers, Boston. These guys make money. If they have a bad year, they could hit on the free agency and again, market and have a top pick. That sucks. But you're talking about not necessarily, but but you're talking about teams that that traditionally spend money. This is trying to get the teams who don't want to play hard. To stop trying to tank. Is that an but, actual thing in baseball, though? Or is, yeah. is that just certain teams? But here's my no. It, no it's it's, a, it's legit a thing. Here's my issue with it, though. Baseball, unlike the NFL, unlike basketball, is not set up on an even playing field. Mm-hmm. The Yankees can spend more than the Rays because mm-hmm. they have more money to spend. There's no cap, mm-hmm. so being yeah. bad is the only way you can try to create parity. Hey, I can't spend the money you spent to go buy all these free agents. Yeah. So you won more games than me. All right, well, now I have the draft that will give me, in theory, better players. So now I can compete with you. You went out and bought all these guys. I drafted and developed. You're basically just saying they just need to play better. And that's they can't play better if they don't get the players. And how are they going to get the players if they don't have the finances, like the you. Yankees? So so the, the thing, that last point you made, and the thing that I'll push back on you against is – these teams aren't obligated to show their books. You don't know how much profit the Rays made. The Rays could have easily have signed Javi Baez. They could have easily have signed Go John Lester. Game. They could have signed some guys, but they don't. They they even even if they're making, they probably are making more than we than we like to think. Mm-hmm. Which is which is don't get me wrong. That's my biggest issue with the owner. Mm-hmm. Spend some money. Stop being a stop being a brokey. Mm-hmm. You got the money. <laughs> stop being cheap. Go spend it. Let's let's buy some guys and win some games. They still don't have Yankee money, and right. they'll no. never have Yankee money. So at that point, what is going to, what evens off this playing field? And you always so, say when you got a lot of money, you're afraid to lose it. So what if you go spend that money and the, the money you spend on these players that don't work out? 
What, what, and what do you have to fall back on? I think that's how he gets down. Well, and it's been working. It. But hold on, and, and, and in all honesty, think about who the what the Rays are and who they've been, especially in the last couple of seasons. Then the Rays just go to a World Series, a couple AL championship games. That's without spending money. So imagine if you had a if you had a guy. The one thing that we can always say about the Rays is they can develop talent because they end up shipping out talent to everybody, right? Oh, yeah. So now imagine if somebody would just open up the purse strings a little bit and pay for one or two dominant pitchers or one dominant DH guy. And it's not saying go ahead and be the Yankees where we're just paying money to everybody at every position. That's not even what we're saying, right? Just spend some money, and now all of a sudden maybe the Rays are – instead of, you know, a manager's decision away from from winning a World Series, you have that guy that definitely can go nine innings. Or you definitely have that guy who's going to give you, you know, four or six or seven home runs in the in the playoff or in the playoffs. I got you. That's all we're saying. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like the Rays are just being cheap. Cheap. No, they yeah. found a system that works and they're they're just working it. But yeah. they're not dedicated to winning. I feel like now all of a sudden if you have if you have if you if you put those teams in a position to where you know what we're gonna make you be competitive or you're just sitting here middling around I'm cool with that I see both sides of it I can dig it again it's baseball they're trying to do weird things you mentioned before the show the the making the bases bigger uh, I like it the the, <laughs> the pitch timer mm-hmm definitely with that too what's and, with the bigger bases though I don't like it, which I like. I know it. we've been we've been on this for a minute on this yeah. topic, but I don't like it only because it's easier to it's easier to steal. It's easier to advance to the next base. It's opening the game up, which I think is why they also got rid of the the shifts. Mm-hmm. Like, which I mean, I I get they want more action, they want more activity, they want to take away the ability for defense to just clamp down. So it's like on the NFL hitters. with pass interference. Everything's a pass interference now. They're trying to. Get more points on the board. Or, or like the NBA, where, like, you can't touch offensive players right. anymore. Oh, that's a foul. That's that's a foul. Kind of like, you know, so, and, like, the NBA is getting rid of the, the um, they're going to get rid of, like, the open court files because they want the fast breaks. Mm-hmm. They want the dunks. It's like that, and I get it, and I think that will help the game. But um, definitely with the pitch count, like, like, come on. Let's move this thing along. That makes sense, though, because how else can you open up the game of baseball without cheating? <laughs> Let them cheat too. Let them cheat. Listen, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. what I always was told. It's true. All right. So, at the end of the day, so the the Rays, you guys are you guys are both actually Rays fans, yeah. right? Why'd you yeah. look at me like that? Yeah. No, I'm just asking. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure it's it's a transient, you know, city. It's a transplant city. It's not transient. Transient is like hobos, right? No, transient means like like nomadish. Okay. Moved. I'm just saying that there, there, wasn't, yeah, there wasn't a team here always. Migrated. Yeah, yeah. migrated. So the the Rays open again, baseball's back, by the way, guys. I'm 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 not excited. I'm not gonna be excited. I'm sorry. The Rays open up on <laughs> April eighth. <laughs> I thought you were looking for us to also be excited that no. you said you're not excited. No, no, no. The Rays open up April eighth against the Baltimore Orioles. The Cubs open up April seventh against the Brewers. Ooh, we should go to the brass monkey. That that funky monkey? Down with that too. Okay. No, the brass so, monkey out on the beach. Yeah. The owner is uh he's from Baltimore. He's a huge huge owner of Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, we should go. It's everywhere. I'm, it. I'm down is, with it. Isn't it during the week though? Probably. Because it's um, baseball. The eighth? When is the eighth? And also they got that that crab. The eighth's a Friday. 
I'm not a fan. You didn't like the roux. I liked mm-hmm. it. That crab dip though be hidden. Yeah, the crab burger's good too. Ooh, you think you think they'll let us do a Ray's Orioles podcast? Show that, yeah. there on site. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Right. Outside on the on the balcony. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Catch a little sunset action. Let's hit him up. We're gonna put him on the show. We're gonna put him on the show. He's the owner. He'll get on the show. He can talk Orioles. And we'll talk Actually, about Actually, just let him talk Baltimore. Baltimore has a nice little sports history, if you honestly think about it. Oh, Ravens, got a Colts, Orioles. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, Baltimore's a good sports city. Yeah. Low right? key. They don't get the they don't get the credit they probably deserve. No. Especially when that Mayflower truck came and just took the Colts with them. No? You never seen uh, that? Uh no, I don't know. Hmm? Uh, Too young? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Dating yourself today. You get gout. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Hey, my gout has nothing to do with this show, man. All right. That was so low. Yeah, it was. That was a low my apologies. Cut that out. That was low even by your standards, man. I love you. Yeah, I, I love you too, but still, you got to bring my gout in, into this. My that gout ain't got nothing to 40. do with it. That was funny. Move it on. Jerks. Yes. All right. You know what? I don't even want you to hit his music. I don't want to see no air violin oh, today. Oh, don't, don't be like that. All right, fine. Hit the air violin. Any air violin today. Oh, you ain't got no choice now. <laughs> Suck it up. You push through. Kudos like to you, it. man. I like it. See, see that right there is is goat material, right? My goat, goat back. My goat does that. Goat back. Hey. And because of that, yes. <sighs> Should we just go ahead and get into it now? I mean, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of teeter around and say, hey, you know what? Tyrod Taylor signed a. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrod Taylor was the Giants. Mr. Bisky went to the Steelers. Trash. Man, Tom Brady's back. Go back. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. It's 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 great to see the excitement in you guys because again, <laughs> nobody sees like the off the air stuff. Like, oh, we were panicking man, a week y- ago. Y'all were stressing. All right. Nah, I was. We was gonna be good. Nah, nah. I just wanted to answer. Stop. Last week. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, Bruce, what are we doing? Hold on. Just for a little backstory, okay. Once Tom Brady retired, both of my 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 lovely co-hosts, we weren't stressing. They weren't stressing, but I asked them like, honestly, you guys really think that you guys are gonna get a a, a top tier quarterback now to replace Tom Brady? I said yes. We were confident. Now both of them said yes, and we put a steak dinner on the line. Right now, the the, the names that were out there were what Russell Westbrook, Sean Russell Wilson. Wilson. I'm, Russell Jeez. Yeah, get that name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Now Rogers. <laughs> Discount double check. <laughs> Rogers came off the board. Real got quick. Paid. Okay. Got man got paid. We'll talk about in a minute. Russ got dealt. Did. We'll talk about that in a minute. All that was left was Deshaun Watson. And I tweeted. Okay. From mm-hmm. the somebody said Twitter, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson or bust. Mm-hmm. Now at that point, I could taste 
all the steak. I could taste all the good marbling. I wanted I wanted some nice little butter, some thyme and rosemary on there. You've been praying on our downfall. Right. And it, it didn't happen. It's not about your downfall. It's yeah, just the it fact is. that you know what? You guys were dealt a hand that in all honesty, two years ago, you didn't expect. No, of course not. Right? So now when you got something. Yep. So you're back on this spoiled bandwagon, huh? You think we're no, just no, no. spoiled fans. Oh, yeah. You two are definitely spoiled. However, spoiled. you deserve to be spoiled. Yeah, you guys are spoiled. You deserve to be spoiled because you guys are true diehard Bucks fans. I've been in the muck. Deep, dirty. Okay? Like, I mean, you got dirt up to your neck. Mm-hmm. You guys deserve that Super Bowl. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> However, y'all really thought that Tampa Bay is just like this destination where everybody want to go. This you ain't LA. It's, it's a destination for quarterbacks. Stop look, it. look at Florida. Look, look at. Wait, 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 hold on. You got hold Mike on. Evans, Chris Godwin, two All Pro linemen. Why wouldn't you come to Tampa Bay? You ain't got no running back. You, you got offensive linemen that are retiring and getting dealt. One, you one had one retired, and you left two All Pros Fine. still on the line. Fine. You had a one wide receiver about to come back from an ACL injury, and then you have one legit guy, and then you have no tight end. So, so, so you guys made it seem like this is just like, hey, plug in this guy, we're going back to the Super Bowl, and you're not paying taxes either. So, so here's, here's the, <laughs> well, first of all, the, the the tax benefits of being in Florida, it's actually it matters. It doesn't matter. Florida is also a destination place. Mm-hmm. Like if you're choosing, you ain't. Oh, hold, wait, you're wait, choosing wait. between Cleveland and. In Tampa, do you want me to say it? So, Cleveland. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, and that's why I'm like, listen, like Tampa, mm-hmm. it should be an attractive place. It should be. I think, and on paper, if you're looking mm-hmm. at the other teams that needed quarterbacks, and it's like, okay, if I'm choosing between Tampa, mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. who don't have any receivers, at mm-hmm. least we got Mike and Chris. Mm-hmm. Who they got? Slant Boy ain't coming back, according to you. He's not. So they got no receiver. They have no tight ends worth mentioning. They have, they have one a running back. One weapon. They have a running back. Hold on, guys. But listen, you're mentioning about Florida as a, as a whole entire state being a destination. Well, the Dolphins weren't trading for them and the Jags weren't trading for them. My point so. is the, the Bucks are 45 years old, which is not a lot in NFL terms, but okay. 45 years old. In 45 years, what top-notch free agents have you guys landed outside of Tom Brady? Well, we we've never been ha- as appealing as we are now. So, you take you take into account the team we have, the young guy. We still have a solid defense, a solid young defense. You got uh, the Bucks have what, had good what, defenses. What before. I what I think you're but getting at is offensively. Yeah, it's, I think it's more attractive. Offensively, than the, than we've the never past. been as attractive before. Yeah. Even when we won our Super Bowl in 02, it was all we were not offensively attractive. This yeah. is the most attractive we've looked offensively, mm-hmm. and I also say. This is probably the most attractive offensive staff mm-hmm. between Bruce Arians, Byron pass Leftwich. first, Byron Left, which is creativity, up Byron. and coming. Byron. Byron. Who? Byron. Who? Byron. <laughs> <laughs> it is an, it's an attractive position to come in for a quarterback. At mm-hmm. least I think so. Trying to remove my bias. That's why I'm like, I feel like we can convince a good quarterback to come in. And I thought we were going to get Deshaun Watson, so I wasn't panicking because – he even went out and said that the Bucks are on the top of his list of mm-hmm. destinations. So I was just kind of confused as to what we were doing once players start coming off the board. I even tweeted, like, I need answers. Asking for the Bucks fan base on Twitter. Hey, but you know what, though? All of this, it doesn't even matter. Why? 
because Tom Brady's back. Brady's Go back. back. At that point, at that point, I'm 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 curious to ask you guys, why did you guys think that Tom even retired in the first place? His hand was forced. Was Ooh, it? Oh, speak on that. Wow. Scheffner. He he prematurely tweeted the retirement. I don't. I think Tom was considering it, and it got let out. And I, I feel like Tom's a guy that likes to control his narrative, mm-hmm. and his narrative wasn't controlled as far as retirement. Okay. And he's also he's an attention getter. I think he's kind of like LeBron in that aspect where he needs attention on him. Because if you look at the timing when he came back, it's it's the day before free agency hits. March Madness is is about to begin. I'm coming back. That he just likes the attention. And I also think he has unfinished business. I don't think that's the way Tom wanted to go out. It, it'll be much better to try to go out winning the ring opposed to losing to the Super Bowl champions. So I think he just wanted to c- control his narrative and he likes attention. It, I'm, I think there's something to the Schefter thing. I'm with you on that where it was like it was premature. But the other thing, what I'm trying to understand is like there was no reason for him to retire. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys, like like Peyton Manning, he physically could not play the game the way he had done his whole career. Drew Brees, he physically could not play the game the way he had always played it. Tom Brady's the same person. So it's like there was n- there was no reason. You know, the team wasn't terrible. You just went to an NFC championship. You're one play away from going back to the Super Bowl. You know, maybe winning it. So there was no reason for him to retire in the first place. And I think I think he realized that he was like and, and I think it becomes one of those things where like in your mind you start to feel like I'm supposed to do this now. It's time for this now. Right. All right. Hey, it's time for me to go sit down, be a family man, raise my kids. And you start to you start to try to make yourself believe it. And then I think he realized like, no. This is who I am. No, and I don't have to. I don't have to walk away. I don't have to do that now. I can still be a family man in three years from now. My kids will still be kids three years from now. Or I can be the dad I want to be and continue to play. So it's like, I think he, I think that's what it is. If I'm going to be, like, if I'm going to settle on one theory, is that he felt like, for whatever reason, he felt like he needed to do it now or he should do it now. And he realized, like, no, you know what? I don't have to. I can do it when I'm ready and I'm not ready. Or maybe he just realized his kids are bad as hell. His kids also might just be terrible. <laughs> F them kids. Man. I mean, I mean, you know how I feel. The kids might just be terrible kids. Okay. So so with that now, like the, the, the landscape of the NFL has like drastically changed in like in a matter of weeks, which is just kind of nuts. So you get the Bucks who now are go back. Sorry, I had to get one. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you get the Bucks now who are back in. You know, not only playoff contention, but Super Bowl contention. Favorites. Sure. Which, I mean, people act like the Rams aren't still there for whatever reason. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. But, all right. So, they're there. But now, all of a sudden, you might have maybe arguably the best division of quarterbacks of all time in the AFC West. AFC West? Yeah. Like, you got Pat. You got Russ, you got Justin, and then you got, I mean, Derek is obviously at the bottom of the barrel, but he's not bad. But those three right there, like, 
You have Justin over Derek? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Justin over Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny. I mean, obviously, I'd rather. Mm-hmm. It's just funny. He's done. He hasn't done anything. Who, Justin? Yeah. Derek hasn't done anything. <laughs> I mean, he kind of. <laughs> He's just I been mean, there longer. To be honest. Fair I enough. Mean, fair enough. I mean, Justin actually has rookie records, and Derek has. He's been Derek. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Derek. He's, as you guys would say, he's mid. Yeah, he's, he's very He's high. not the leader, but. No, he's yeah. not a leader. So, so again, landscape has changed. Money is being thrown around like crazy. I love the uh, I love the tweet. Uh, who was it? I think it was uh, Jalen Ramsey was reacting to somebody <laughs> about oh. the about uh, Jacksonville's uh, uh, wide receiving core now. Christian Kirk. <sighs> I mean, Jacksonville has spent a lot of money on a bunch Stupid of money. nothing. <laughs> They spent a they bunch spent of, a money, lot on of a, money on a bunch of nothing. Right? And Over, I, all of those guys are overpaid. And, and what did Jalen say? He's like, man, how, how these, <laughs> these guys are getting paid? Uh, they're paying guys that we shut down? Yeah. It, he's, he's like, right. either the market's grown for me for us mm-hmm. or we're just covering guys that we're getting that's overpaid. Absolutely. Which is interesting. So, again, like, there's only one person that I feel got paid and he deserves that money now. The the. The cap hit is ridiculous, and it makes me wonder what they're going to do going forward. Aaron Rodgers, three years, 150 mil. Highest paid player in the league. Like, he's getting those last three years, like, Mike Jordan numbers. Like, I think it's, what, 42 million this year? It, it the, the numbers are stupid. I think it's 50 million this year. Is it 50? Yeah. I know it's, like, 42. Like, the cap hit for the Packers is going to be ridiculous. I, I have no clue what they're going to do with that money at that, like in that third year. My thing is, why did they pay him so late? He's getting up there in age. He hasn't proven to to be that playoff quarterback, even though he's he's the MVP. But he, he hasn't proven to win the big game. That's interesting. Why would you pay him that kind of money now? Because he keeps getting you there. Okay, but you're not going to have any money to get pieces around him to actually get you over the hump. The scary part is, I'm, and I, I guess we'll we'll get into you know the money part. The scary part about Aaron Rodgers, I think that he falls into that class again of like the Peyton Mannings and Tom Brady's, where you don't need to give him that much because he makes people around him better. But at the same time, when you have a talent like Devontae Adams there, you might want to pay him. That's where I was going to go. They tried to pay Devontae, and Devontae well, said, uh, no, nah, give me something else, please. So, so, so again, to, to talk about that, they haven't really tried to pay Devontae yet. They, they tagged him, and Devontae said, well, I'm not playing on the, the, the franchise tag. Yeah. Now, again. Can they undo the tag? You should be able so, to. So, the ta- again, the Are tag. they, like, land on a deal? They can undo it? Right. So, so the point again, the point of the tag is to lock that player in with essentially the kind of handshake deal to work on a long-term deal. Right. Now, if for whatever reason, like I feel like now Devontae saying that to me says that are the Packers not trying to work on a long-term deal well, for it? Because I'll take I'll take the 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 franchise tag if I know, okay, fine, a long-term deal with some good money is in the pipeline. Well, yeah. I thought I read somewhere today that they tried to offer him a contract, but it wasn't enough money. And that might be the and that might be the case. So he's not going to play. But if he doesn't think that he's going to get paid, what are the Packers doing? And, I, and that's I, why I asked you, why would they pay Aaron Rodgers this this much money? Why would Aaron Rodgers take that much money is my question. And you know your guy has like to get you paid. Know other, like you, mm-hmm. you've always said you need other people. You want them to 
get other folks. Why would you eat right. up that much cap? That's silly to me. And it's not like you need the money. You're, you're filthy rich. Or just read- to like the average, the average American standard, which is top 10% in the world anyway. Right. That's just dumb. It's just greedy. Just restructure it enough where your guy who plays a dangerous position could get his. Or they can go get some other guys because clearly y'all need more help. Hmm? It's just greedy to me. I don't understand it. And stupid by the Packers. Yeah. The Packers got to do what they got to do. They have to do what they got to do to keep him. He's he's the goofball in my opinion. It's just greedy. Well, oh hey, Brandon. Hey, man, hey, right, right, right. What? <laughs> I can't I can't get excited about a Black Hawks goal. Come on, what's the score? It's one. It's tied up now. I'm doing a show here. Do they say nil? Have some decorum. Do they say nil in hockey? No. no. Okay, that's a so- soccer thing. And tennis, they say nil in soccer. Uh, yeah, I said and. Oh, okay. Actually, in tennis, they say love, so not even tennis. All right. Sorry. No worries. Anyway, so, again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reading a little more on, on Aaron Rodgers' contract, and apparently the last two years are supposed to be void years. Yeah. So, again, like, if, if, if they can void his contract, then the cap hit for the Packers won't be that big of a deal. So, again, if they can go ahead and sign Devontae Adams to a long-term deal, he'll get paid. So I think they're really only looking at Aaron Rodgers in that deal to go ahead, hey, give you your money. You're the highest paid player in highest paid player in the NFL. Give you your money. I think Aaron Rodgers can probably at least play out the terms of his contract. I don't think that he's slowing down. That's not the issue though. Christian Kirk got paid today, and that means Devontae Adams is gonna want to get crazy numbers. Buku cheese. So even Mike have, Williams. So your boy Mike Williams that you wanted. Yeah. Three years, sixty M's. Mm-hmm. And we're Devontae talking Devontae Adams. Want, yeah. Yeah. I, again, I don't so, want to want the White again, House. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the what the package offered Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously should get paid. And I think that the the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed, if I'm reading this right, does make it seem that well, he's going to get paid over a long term time. Because if those last two years aren't going to you know hinder the the Packers cap space then he can sign a long-term deal for good money, but maybe he just doesn't like the money they're throwing out there. Now, all of a sudden, that's just negotiation, but I don't think that he's... Devontae Adams is going to play this season. I think so. Uh, I mean, I mean, the threat is, like, well, I'm not going to play, you know, with the cap. I don't think that the Packers ever planned on just having Devontae Adams play on a cap year and not offer him or give him a contract. Yeah, I think they'll pay him. I don't think he plays. Unless he gets paid. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think we all kind of agree on that. But you don't think that he's going to get paid? You don't think they get a deal done? If they get a deal done, it's going to hinder lo- the long-term situation for the Packers. Because the team isn't just about two guys. You still got to protect Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You still got MVS. Even though he's not a big factor, he's looking to get paid this year. He might go elsewhere. So there's other guys around. He can come down to Chicago. Then you got McKenzie Alexander, who's probably top three corner, a top three corner in the league. He's looking for big time money soon, probably next year. So you got to look long term. How could you pay everybody? I mean, again, that's the that's the beauty of being a GM, like trying to you know finesse all that money, move all that money around, look you know try to keep your your team competitive over the course of a few years, but. 
I think I think at this point it's kind of like what maybe the Bucks are doing. I I mean, you know that Tom Brady is not going to be here in two years, three years. This two, kind of, two like, years. This is the last. This is the last go to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, if you guys get knocked out, let's say second round of the playoffs, I don't think Tom comes back for that last year of his contract. I think it's I think it's done. Yeah, it, it all depends on how this season goes. To me, it's Super Bowl or bust for the Bucks. I mean, yeah. as long as you got the goat, there's always Super Bowl or bust. You getting, you getting there at that point? I mean, if you have the goat, it has to be Super Bowl or bust. No, I'm asking you right now. Just like just, just close out this this NFL segment. Wait, we're closing it out? No, I got I got yeah. a couple. Oh, winners, got, yeah, I got. I'm like, sorry. There's some winners we didn't talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah. you honestly, what your thoughts on the Bucks? Yeah, Super Bowl contenders. I don't, I don't see any reason why not. We just we signed Alex Kappa, who I'm mean, not Alex Kappa. We re-signed Aaron Stinney, who was the backup guard, who was really, really good when we needed him. We bring back both starting right tackles. We bring back our starting center. We signed him. So the offensive line is now Shaq good to Mason. go. We went and traded for Shaq Mason, who played with Brady mm-hmm. several years in New England. That set. Receiver, we just added Russell Gage. I only need six, six, 800 yards maybe out of him and five, six touchdowns. From a wide receiver three, mm-hmm. again, assuming everybody stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Fully believe Brady back, Gronk back. Mm-hmm. Fully believe that. Um, defensively, I don't know how or why, but we kept Carlton Davis. Uh, so there's that. We we did lose Jordan Whitehead. But other than that, I think like defensively, you can either, I think Sue, was he's playing on team-friendly deals before, so mm-hmm. why not do it again? Or if he doesn't, I know like a Calais Campbell would. Mm-hmm who can play a very similar role to Sue, a similar role to what Sue gave us. Other than that, the defense is pretty young. Go get Lost the Honey J- Badger. You you still can go chase a name like that if you wanted to, a Tyron Matthew, but I'm also like, I don't. do we need that? I mean, we actually, safety was the the one position on defense where I feel like we had some depth. Yeah, D-line Mike, and safety. Mike Edwards still. We had some depth. So go draft a corner at number 27 in the draft. Or are, you, are you on that bandwagon now? Yeah, I'm with, I mean, they went and got Russell Gage. So, I'm, you right, know, so I know we're not know, going receiver. Yeah, we're not going line. So we're going we're to get that corner. Line. The line is all locked up. You're either going DN or a corner. Go corner. You got to go defense. Go corner. If there's a if there's a legit safety that they really like, maybe. Or a safety. But at this point, like, I have no reason to think that the Bucks take a step back. I don't see why they would take a step back. So do they take a step Forward in front of the Rams. Do we have to? Because honestly, we were a play away from beating them. At that point, you just need to keep pace with them, right? And I think we got better in the offseason so far. With I think offensively, bringing on Russell Gage. If if Chris Godwin's healthy, I think we beat the Rams that game. Okay. We played him without Chris. Like we only had one legit receiver in Mike. So if we get Chris and you add a Russell Gage in the slot, yeah. I think we could beat the Rams. Okay. The Rams, they gotta replace Jason Whitworth Whitworth now. And, and they lost Von Miller. And OBJ. OBJ and Von Miller both gave us fits in that game, and they're both gone now. Yeah. I think the Rams took a step back. Okay. It's 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 very disappointing that you guys won't be joining me in the in the land See, of not good quarterbacks. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yes, I, I, speaking I did. of which, let's put let's let's put the spotlight on you. What yeah, are the Bears I doing? To talk about the winners. Let's talk about the losers first. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being petty now. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What are, what are the Bears doing? What's the plan? Just break it down and rebuild it? Yeah, the the, the, Bear, the Bears are in a situation where <clears throat> they have a quarterback who's on his rookie deal who I think that they believe has a lot of 
talent. Um, the bear, the, the moves that the Bears have made so far are very smart moves. Again, I trading Khalil Mack sounds like, oh my God, what are you guys doing? However, if you've watched, if I'm being honest with you, the Khalil Mack experience peaked the first game he ever played with the Packers. I mean, the, the Bears, where he just dominated the Packers single-handedly. And it's been, it hasn't been like that from for the last three years. He's been hurt. He's been injured. He's, he's like, last year was tough to watch. Um, you know, he only played seven games last year. The year before that, you could tell he had nagging injuries that just slowed him down. So get, they essentially did what the Broncos did, which was Trayvon Miller and the Rams ate that full contract and they got, they got picks back for him. So for us, we cleared off cap space for this year and we don't owe Khalil Mack any of that money next year. We're going to be, I think top five in cap space for next year. But my thing is you guys have a rookie quarterback. What are you guys doing for him? So at this point, so at this point, like, I mean, obviously now it'd be nice for them to go out and try to get Allen Robinson back because the free agent wide receiver market is pretty much dried up. Jarvis Landry out there. Okay. OBJ is out there. They're not number one guys, though. You need a a legit number one guy for this rookie quarterback. To me, right. And them are better than what they got right now. So, again, to me right now, their best option is to try to bring back Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah, you should. I, I I think that right now he's probably the top name out there as wide receiver free agents like Jarvis Landry is good but I was uh, still give me OBJ he's always oh, yeah, he's, he's hurt, hurt again yeah. I forgot he got hurt again him. my bad yeah. I so, I so again, again I'll take Allen Robinson um so yeah I, I think they're going to prioritize trying to get the offense better but at this point I mean again they don't have any draft picks they have to get draft capital so trading Khalil Mack brings draft capital back they tried to trade Eddie Goldman. They couldn't. They just had to release him. Gets rid of some cap space. So now they got money to throw at people. It's a full rebuild. It's okay. a full rebuild. And I like it. Breeze winners. Mm. Uh, free agency winners, right? Yeah. Not like trade winners. Yeah, you could do free player, agency. team. Free agency. Uh, Chargers. Yep. I was going to go there. Keeping Mike Williams is big for Justin Herbert in that offense. You added J.C. Jackson. You added Khalil Mack. Even if you don't get world beater, all-world Khalil Mack, I, I, if at the very least he's he's what Von Miller was for the Chargers yeah. last year, yeah. I mean for the, the Rams, mm-hmm. that's a move up. Yeah. Right? Him, him, Bosa, and Derwin sounds really good. <laughs> that's filthy. And Asante. And, and J.C. Jackson. Yeah. And J.C. Jackson. Right? Like that is – Bonkers, and then again on an offense that was uber productive, you kept Mike Williams. So Chargers got to be number one winner for me. And then I'm gonna go Jets. You stole both of mine. My bad. No, go ahead. My bad, man. I like what the Jets have done. I don't think they've gotten. I don't think any single person is a world beater, but I think they've added some really solid pieces. They got Jordan Whitehead. I think that is being undervalued a little bit. Even by some Jets fans, I really like Jordan Whitehead. He he may not he may not be Tyron Matthew, you know, all pro safety. He's a tackling machine. He's, he's a tackling machine. He's just solid, man. He's just straight up solid. And um, they kept Braxton Berrios, which I think is going to be good 
It's your guy. And they've got two top ten draft picks now. So you added you you address certain you address needs already through free agency. They did. I don't. I don't think they overpaid people, which is solid too. And then now you know you go out. You, so you address receiver, right? They brought in. A, they brought in a free agent too. Um, who's the name? I'm forgetting. Then oh, they, 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 they went and got the tight end from. Uh, the they got Bengals. Evan Ingram. No, no, no Evan oh, Ingram. You talking about the Jags? No, he yeah. went to Jags. They got C.J. Uzama, the tight end from the Bengals. Oh yeah, they got C.J. So they got uh, C.J. Uzuma. They picked up D.J. Reed. They picked up Jordan Whitehead. They re-signed Braxton Berrios. So if they can go get another, if they can go get another receiver in free agency and Allen Robinson or Jarvis Landry, I think that'd be solid for them, for the Jets. And then you draft a Evan Neal or a Kunwa with your number four pick, and you take a Derek Stingley yeah. at corner, or you go get, you know, or like um my, shout out my homeboy uh, Dylan, who's a Jets fan. Sorry for him. <laughs> if they trade back on number four. Because he actually likes what they have on the O-line. Trade back on number four to get a more draft capital. You still take a Stingley at 10. And if you can go get a pass rusher, or Jermaine Johnson might still be hanging about over there, or somebody else like that, that would be a fire offseason for the yeah. Jets. It's not going to make them instantly better, but it actually turns the the nose on the ship up. Upwards. No, yeah, I mean, I think, that's a, I think you could potentially be looking at like a – Again, they're not going to be competing for anything, but right, you don't. They should not end up with the first overall pick next year by any means. Yeah, they're still the Jets. They'll find they a way. The Jets. I mean, and again, I, yeah. I mean, but I, man, I like what they have done this offseason. Yeah, and I got. I mean, of course, I got to say the Bucks are offseason winners. Yeah, yeah. I about to say that was going to be mine since. You know, I mean, I think you took the top two teams. My bad. I think what the Bucks have done, knowing that they're going to get the goat back. Have been additions, like you said. If 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 the Rams take a step back, then if the Bucks just stand pat, it sounds good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what they've done so far is bring back offensive weapons, get players back on that offensive line. All right, then we're the Bucks again. Yeah. For me, it's um, Christian Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he won today. How could he, four years, eighty four mil, and you you didn't go over a thousand yards any of your years in the league? He's was the third highest paid receiver in the league. He gets paid more than uh, what's his what's his name from the the Bills? Uh, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. He gets paid more than Cooper I, Cup. I know he's getting more than Mike Evans. More than Mike Evans. So, and he did absolutely. He's not. He wasn't even the best receiver on his team. He's mid. He wasn't. He was like the third receiver on the yeah. team. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to his agent. <laughs> hey man, MVP at the bank. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it. I guess in a weird way, like I can't. The Jags are just idiots. That's why bad teams stay bad. Yeah, Jags are gonna jag. I mean, worst case scenario, if I mean they they do have a good prospect at quarterback, so yeah. getting him. Talent. I'm not going to. I mean, he's he's a talented guy. He's not. Just, he's not a number one receiver. But they're giving him talent to throw to. I get the idea. So then, at that point, why not go after Allen like, Robinson? Yeah, and Allen like the uh, the names well, he's not we've coming been, back to Jarvis Landry. The names we've been throwing out though, like Jarvis go, wasn't out there yet. But I'm gonna. But so you pull you early pull the trigger on Christian Kirk because people were beating down his door, right? Like what? Do, like 
That's why bad organizations stay back. The Jags are were actually in a well, good spot finally. Yeah, well, well honestly. They had money. They've got draft capital. And they said, you know what? Let's just go <laughs> throw it all on a Buick that needs to be rebuilt. So, like, I, come I mean, on. I mean, again, to be fair, <laughs> I mean, what were they going to do? They didn't know Jarvis was going to be free. They're not going to bring back Allen Robinson. He's not coming back to Jacksonville. Be sit tight. Patient. Sit tight. Be Wait patient. till the draft. Christian Don't Kirk overreact. will be there. You said it. The Christian Bucks Kirk did wasn't not. be there. Who? Some, Where was he some, going? Somebody was going to throw him some money. They were going to give him some money. The Bucks would have thrown him three in. years, thirty six million. No, no, no. You yeah. always come yeah. in with a better right. offer, but they, I feel like they overreacted to the if market. They had money to toss. Right. That's one thing, but I think that somebody was going to offer him. Somebody probably was going to offer him that same amount of money. Let him go. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think he was do. getting that kind of money elsewhere. There's five guys in the draft better than Christian Kirk. It sounds good. Potentially. Yeah, and again, they're also a team that has a lot of needs. So I get like you feel like, hey, we got to start addressing this stuff, and I'm and I get that, but they overreacted. Wasted they, their money. They freaked out way too quickly, and it's like, man, just hold on to your lunch. And the guy they <laughs> let the, the guy they let walked out in chart. He's better than uh. Yeah, I rather I would have rather keep DJ Chark. I think he ended up going out and getting less money, which yeah. means you could have kept him. Maybe he just wanted out of Jacksonville. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. I don't. But, but then again, he went to the Lions, so <laughs> he hey, was better off staying in Florida. I'd rather live in Jacksonville than Detroit if I'm still going like, to lose games. They probably said that all they do is eat crabs up there, like Taylor Ramsey. <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying. Ooh, would I rather play in Jacksonville in or hot Detroit? Chips. Yeah, give me, give me Jacksonville. What's in Detroit? At least I'm, like, I'm close to Atlanta. I'm in Florida. There's beaches, good weather. The yeah. taxes... Taxes are a big thing. Taxes are a big Jackson. deal. That's like the second time we brought up taxes on this show. That's how you know we get hey, old. it's almost tax time too. Just FYI, get your taxes ready, guys. Anything else on the NFL you guys want to chat about? Cowboys blew it. That's it. <laughs> Shout out to twelve. <laughs> is he on? Is he on suicide watch yet? Uh, he's not happy. I'm not gonna do it. You sure? Because I think that you, know you, you want to do it. You're you you to. think Michael Gallup is better than uh, Cooper? Amari Cooper? No, no, no. But you gave him sixty three mil and let Coop walk. I ain't give him nothing. No, see now, Jerry gave him money, right? And then hey, you man. you offered Randy Gregory less money, and, and Denver swooped in. Yep, <laughs> they did pick up somebody though. Who? Who? They picked up a DN. No, the Cowboys. No. I thought they just retained, they resigned uh, uh, Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, Cowboys won't be. Playing for anything this year, I don't think either. So that streak continues. But I, think they, I think they'll still win their division. They're still America's team, though. Because uh, sure. the Skins went out and got Carson Wentz. Not the Skins. No, no. The Commanders. The Commanders, the commanders my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Child texting, he was like, my team just traded for the worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> <laughs> my man was Shout hot. out to Child. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, he, he wants to come back and complain about his Commanders. Does he call him the commanders? I would. I, I wouldn't call him. I don't that. think he did. Like at that, at that point, team. I would just be cool with sticking with Washington football team. I still call them Skins. That wasn't that bad. That's like if the Bears change their name to the Grizzlies. Are you going to call them that? Well, well, Bears aren't racist, so. I mean, mm-hmm. did you want to talk about Mitch Tripp before we move on? Not really. I don't think. I don't think it was that big. Of a <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Where's, yeah. the, where's the sad trombone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen again. Mitch wasn't the number the number two pick in the draft. I also don't think that he was that bad of a talent. He had talent. 
And I think it showed. He just had a really bad coaching staff. I think sure. that he's getting a shot right now with the with Pittsburgh. And I think that he has a chance to show that he's actually a decent NFL quarterback. That's all. Sure, sure. All right. Moving yeah. on. Um, <laughs> real quick, where y'all guys think Deshaun goes? Real quick. Philly. We'll have to spend a lot of time he's on going it. home to Atlanta. I say Philly. Atlanta. Okay. Interesting. Neither of you said the teams that have been like mentioned the most. Which are the Panthers, who apparently are willing way. to trade McCaffrey for him, That's which would be which would be wild, and what the Saints. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought Seattle was going to be in there because they got money, which means picks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, okay. they, got, they yeah. got Drew Locke. <laughs> All right, alrighty. So, what you what were you about to say? You're about to say <laughs> we're uh, moving on. Okay, yeah, moving on. We're gonna take a break, and we're gonna finish up with some uh, madness. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, Attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. <laughs> it's March Madness, fellas. It is. <sighs> Love it. I think I'm. I think I'm excited again. I, 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 my excitement wasn't there. I know we talked about it on a few shows. I, I think that my excitement might be back. It might be back again. We talked. I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. this is it. Yeah. If you don't pay attention to college basketball all year, you will come back for March. Yeah. And we here. Yeah, get in, losers. It's March. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a reference? No, it's just, no, it's just okay. It sounded cool. I, that's how I sent it out. So we got somebody said bracket. I sent it out to one of my group chats. I was like, get in, losers. It's March. <laughs> I'm cool with it. How, quick sidebar: How many brackets are y'all in? I'm in two right now. That's it. I'm only in one at the moment. Really? Yeah, so I think like a few years ago I went on this thing of like turning down people for like fantasy sports and stuff and I, I just stopped getting invited to things. Okay. I, th- I think I'm I'm only in two right now. I I I overextended myself like one year. I think I was in like eight brackets. So kind of like foolish. fantasy football. Yeah. You got your password. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just in two like we're I'm in ours, then my homeboy Joe. So that's a pay one though. So I'm I'm trying to win some money. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got I got kids to feed. I hope you ain't banging it on that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean, Your kids are uppity too. Yeah. Your Bug- kids have expensive tastes. Yeah, every week Bugs wants crab cakes. Yeah, no. Like no. Yeah, you better get them brackets right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, she better start putting in some oh, brackets. Lump crab meat ain't cheap. It ain't. It's like twenty seven in, in anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Right. Moving on. All right. Breeze, do you want to get into your 
hot take quick now or do you want to just talk about some uh, some bracketology yeah you know, so we got to go we got to get into it first because it mm-hmm. only it matters most in the first round okay. so normally what is the the fun matchup what like to watch like the the upset matchup was like 5 12 it's the 5 12 mm-hmm. it's gonna be the 11 6 this year okay calling it 11 6 is gonna be where we see the upsets the 5 12s i was skimming through i'm like ah, i see a couple of 5 12s but i think there's some 11 6 matchups that could get interesting okay. Notre dame mm-hmm. i think could beat in alabama we talked about alabama they got some bad losses on the year they got a couple really really good wins but overall they've been mad and consistent I can see them losing. That's an 11-6. Okay. Michigan, very, very inconsistent. Now, I'm going to pick them to beat Colorado State, but it would not blow me away if that happened to, in that game. Iowa State, LSU. Mm-hmm. I, I, would anybody be like, oh, my goodness, Iowa State beat LSU? I think Iowa State played in a much tougher Big 12. I actually picked Iowa State. See what bracket. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another 11-6. And then the, the final 11-6 of Virginia Tech, Texas and the reason I think that's interesting is because Virginia Tech is one of those teams that's yeah. gotten hot at the right time. They just went on a run out of nowhere. They weren't even supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like a week ago, people didn't think they'd even be in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They get hot at the right time. The shooters just can't miss for their shooter. Reason. <laughs> no, the whole team shot good. No, it's just Couture. Couture went <laughs> off. But like as a but like even the games before that, like the games before that, Couture didn't play great in the ACC tournament. But like the other other guys got hot, so I think Virginia Tech is a team that could mess around and surprise the Texas. Okay. So I think eleven six, y'all listen to this. I know everybody loves the five twelves, the five twelve. We hear it every year. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm calling it. We're gonna have more eleven six upsets than five twelve upsets. Interesting. Boom. Do some. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where you're going with that, was it? All right. No. <laughs> I was gonna go with the Chuck. I guarantee, but he's such a head. I'll oh, stop it. Oh, that's Dan Chuck. I actually kind of like that because I'm not gonna lie. Like I was looking at the 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 five twelve matchups, and I actually have a five twelve upset. Um, I got New Mexico State actually beating UConn, which you know, again, it's not a, you know mind boggling or anything like that. I don't think either one of those teams. I don't think UConn is one of those teams you thought was gonna make noise in the in the in the the bracket. But I did have that as an upset. Um, but yeah, I'm actually kind of kind of curious about that now. Cause I, and again, you know I'm a Michigan guy, and I saw that matchup. That was one of those matchups where I was just picking brackets. I mean, a, a picking picks and kind of skip past it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, am I just being a homer? Mm-hmm. Do I think that Michigan is hyped up? Did did Jawan fire him up or? They're actually really not that good this year. They're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. But can they beat a Colorado State? I think so. Yeah, like I mean, Michigan it's, it's, being the eleven. If it was the other way around, Michigan was the six, Colorado State was the eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, give me Michigan, right? But Michigan at an eleven, they could be the Colorado State. Yeah, I mean, and I think I misrepresented that the first time I went through it. No, it's it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I think that it's going to be an interesting game. I, again, this is not the, the the classic Michigan. I think sometimes we get caught up in some of these names, like even you know your pick of Providence. Providence does have a tendency of making good games in the um, in the tournament. Yeah, they're usually not an easy out. Right. So at that point, it's like, all right, Colorado State, I'm not really used to seeing them in the tournament. I see Michigan all the time. Let me pick Michigan. Sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of those things when you pick these brackets because none, like none of us watch all these teams. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. Like, like you pick Loyola Chicago. You ain't watching that Loyola Chicago game. 
which is fair. I, I haven't either. I'm going with the, you know, they've been there before mm -hmm. several years back to back. So I'm just going with that experience. And it's always one team. And if I got to pick one team, I'm going with them. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm going to be petty and say North Carolina gets kicked out first round. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's just mm -hmm. based off of what happened the last game we played. I don't think they, they have a good shot. They've been reeling and Marquette's going to put it on them. That sounds like just you just being a hater, honestly. Yeah, maybe it does. Yeah, maybe. I'm okay with it. Maybe. I'll allow it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm actually torn on that game. Are you? I, Are I'm, you? I'm probably you taking be. North Carolina. I think I think Baycott is really good. Mm -hmm. He's better than what most people probably think he is. And uh, I think he'll be enough to get through that game. But I think I have them losing the very next game against Baylor. They play Baylor. Yeah. Again, number one seed, which... Wanted to ask you guys. Now we we haven't had a a tournament where all four number one seeds make it to the final four um, since two thousand eight. I know that there, there there seems to be a lot of a lot of uh, of the divisions where you might see a number one team fall, but I feel like we got some good number ones this year. I think I mean I love Gonzaga. I love Zona. Um, Kansas is good. Baylor. Baylor is actually really good. I think that Baylor could surprise everybody and win the tournament. If they get if they get that kid back, uh, I can't remember uh, CJ or TJ, something like that. Who's Pensada? <laughs> no, sure. TJ, who's your mama? No, mm -hmm. whatever. He is, if he comes back, he was their leading scorer before he went out. If he comes back, Baylor to me should be the favorite. Okay, I'm, I mean Baylor's in the Baylor's in a class where they still have to play, like you said, if, if Virginia Tech stays hot, they could potentially play them. They could potentially play uh, Kentucky um, in the final or in the Elite Eight. That's it's a tough bracket. They definitely got a tougher bracket than Arizona. Mm -hmm. I think Arizona to me is the weakest one seed. Mm -hmm. And I think they got the easiest. You think the weakest one seed? Yeah. Okay. I think Arizona's the weakest one seed. I can see Arizona losing to an Illinois. Like I, I, I just don't think Arizona is all that tough. I don't like, you know. I, I, I watch. A, I try to watch a lot of good college ball, and I can name guys from a lot of different places. I can't name a single guy on this Arizona team, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just sleeping on it. But like, I can. But sometimes that's not a bad thing, though. That means they might play better team basketball. They might, but in the, in the tournament. Some like some nights, and I think we've had that conversation before mm -hmm. about like Florida State. You need a guy who will yeah. just go win you a game, and that's why I'm going with Gonzaga because they got Chet. <laughs> He's a guy. May, that may, he, he, on the team. That's fine, but he was the number one recruit coming out of high school, and sometimes when the lights come on, guys start to show who they, who they really are. And I think this is an opportunity for him to finally show up because I don't think he showed up all year. And as far as the sleeper team, man, I like Memphis. And I watched their game against SMU um, over the weekend, and I like the way they played. They don't have the, Amani. He hasn't been there. But I, I just love the way Penny coaches those guys, and they're, they're going to be a tough out. So that, that's a sleeper team for me. I'm not mad at it. I, I watched that same game, oddly enough. I think I was in the gym. And they, they're an interesting team to me. You see the talents there. It could be streaky. I don't think they play. They don't play great team ball sometimes, but the talent is there. Right. The talent is there to make a run. And I mean, their biggest issue is the fact they're going to have to face Gonzaga in the second game. So 
Give, give, I don't think they have. I don't think they have the length or the discipline to beat a Gonzaga in the second round. That's that's my only thing. But for the me, athleticism for is there. So yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah, no. I, yeah, the athleticism is there. If I had to pick a, a sleeper team, who do I have as a sleeper? Who would be my sleeper? I don't is think it, I, is it Providence. I, yeah, I'm gonna say I don't think I have any. I'm backing sleeper. off that Providence. They got smacked. They got they got exposed. No, no, don't back off now. I'm stick, backing stick off. So, so hold on. So, so quick question. I mean, I know I don't think that either of you guys have actually gotten that deep into your bracket to pick a champion. How deep have you gotten, by the way? I think I picked like four games. <laughs> I, yeah, <That's laughs> I was just kind of skimming through it. I'm I always go biased. I always put Duke in. I find a way to get Duke all the way to the you, you final. Got, you four. gotta let that go. But I, that's because Duke. Is as talented as anybody else. They got you, the most talent out of everybody. When you look at that team on paper, mm-hmm. they there's no reason they shouldn't go to a final. There's no reason they shouldn't have won the ACC tournament. Well, what but do we say? They don't have heart. They they don't have. They lay down. Too they don't much. have leadership. They don't have like that. They're not hungry. I don't see a hungry team. And you that's I mean? very tough to say for from a Coach K leading team. I don't like, see to it. not have a leader. I think they, like it's almost like they're they know I'm here for one year. I'm about to go get paid. Yeah. So if I win, cool. If like, I don't see like like Zion was hungry. Like RJ wanted to win. Right. Tyus Jones was like, I want to win this. I don't see that. So I don't see dogs. Any dogs. Yeah. You know what's There's funny no about dogs that? On that team. You know what's yeah. funny about that too? I, I guess in a weird way, and I, I don't want to make too much of it, but <clears throat> that that Duke North Carolina game, and when Coach K came out there and he was saying how you know what, hey guys, this game was unacceptable, and we're gonna work hard and blah 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 blah. And they kind of shot over to the Duke bench, and there's like two guys laughing. I I, I told you I didn't. Yeah, watch you, it. yeah, you didn't watch it, but it was it's kind of it was kind of weird to see that. I'm I'm kind of again I don't want to age myself or be that you know get off my lawn, but it's like wow you, you do it every week. You think that's funny? Oh, well, you know you know what I'm saying? It's like no, I'm with you. Like like this is this is a game that you shouldn't have lost. I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to assume they were laughing about something else. But, but that, it that's doesn't when you look have good. a bunch of freshmen on the team. Where you don't. At Duke, you're not going to have that senior leadership like a, a Wisconsin, maybe, or you know these other schools that don't have one and dones. If you have a bunch yeah, of, was, of freshmen, they're they're just immature. I don't know. Again, but I don't Ty's know, Jones and those guys were freshmen. Yeah, and they got it. Maybe they were just they were hungry. Yeah, like those kids yeah. were hungry. They were all five stars. Ty's Jones was a five star. Jaleel Okafor was a five star. What's the kid? There was a senior. Winslow on that team. was a five star. Grayson Allen and the kid from Philly. I forgot his. He's on the staff now. So they had a couple. Seasons. No, uh, Emil Jefferson. Maybe he was he was still an upperclassman. I don't think Emil was on that team. Okay. I thought Emil was gone by then. I want to make. Like, I think Grayson Allen was on that team. But e- either way, it was like, but like those freshmen were hungry. Like we we see freshmen mm-hmm. who are like, look, I want to I want to go out there and get it every night, mm-hmm. and like they like, they just hate losing. You know what I mean? Like you see that in some kids were like, no, I I hate losing and I'm gonna leave. You were watching that game, like Virginia Tech was getting every loose ball, diving on the floor. I didn't Effort, see a yeah. single Duke player dive on the floor. And that's supposed to be the the brand that Duke is, that greedy, that hard work, slapping the floor, Ugh. diving in the stands type <laughs> stuff. And it's gone. And, and it's, it's and Coach it's, K's last year too. So you think that would be been added fuel to the effort, like somebody, like somebody said, four of them boys about to go draft in the first round. I think they're they, they're like, hey, yeah, I'm here. If I if I win, cool. If not, yeah, I'm about to go get this paycheck. Right. It's trash. I'm so, here. I'm here because I just I got to. So yeah, sleeper, pretty much. Yeah, sleeper. I'm, I'm, Let's not make it about Duke. Um, they're not going. <laughs> 
man, I wanted like a team that I like that I feel like can really, you know what? I don't know if it's a sleep. Does it does it matter with C? Does it have to be like uh, so far no, down? No, no, go for it. I'm gonna say Tennessee. I'm I'm actually not. So I'm not mad at that. Tennessee is getting hot again, right? Tennessee mm-hmm. had a pretty decent year. I think Tennessee was one of the few SEC teams that had a ranked win outside of the conference. I believe. Yeah, because it was it was Auburn and Kentucky who didn't. Tennessee and Alabama did. So I could see Tennessee getting hot. And again, they're in that same bracket with Arizona, which I don't think that bracket is nuts. Villanova's a two seed. I think Villanova's a good team. They end up winning the Big East. But can they be beat? I think so. Yeah. I think a Tennessee could could beat them. So if, if, if the 11-6, Michigan beats Colorado State, Tennessee can absolutely beat Michigan. And then now they're playing probably one of Villanova or Ohio State. And I think they could beat both of them. Now you just got to, you know, you just got to beat an Arizona or somehow like an Illinois or Houston comes out from the top of that uh, that south bracket. I think I actually have Ohio State getting bounced uh, first round by Loyola. I like it. Assuming Unk does too. I like it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, the, the sad part is like I'm, I'm looking at my bracket and the, the lowest seed that I have actually gets beat in the sweet 16 the, the, the lowest seed that i have getting to the sweet 16 is five and that's iowa i like i, I like that's like the way iowa plays plays ball good team ball yeah but i got them getting bounced by again a number one seed kansas kansas is tough yeah man I, kansas is tough i got i got three number one team or number one seeds getting to the final four that's so. what i was gonna ask so are we, do we get glued to the number one the numbers opposed to just knowing what basketball is because sometimes all you gotta do is go on a, a run or or play good basketball like how tennessee is playing now i mean to be i mean to be fair these games are kind of i mean we get 64 games just to pick who's gonna win one right, right? like it's not we're right. like like we're not paying a, a a seven game series so yeah in a seven game series a lot of these teams probably would win who are the higher seeds because they're yeah. they're better but we're talking one game who gets or, hot yeah you gotta get hot yeah, who gets hot but i think some of these teams are just better i think gonzaga is better than a lot of teams yeah I, 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 gonzaga will get deep yeah i think like i got gonzaga zona and kansas all as number one seeds getting to the final four mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. purdue is my sleeper for the final four which, Not I was that was my other choice, which I I picked Purdue to win mm-hmm. their tournament. They didn't, but yeah, I I, I like Purdue. So man, those, that, that big man is he's gonna be a a, a challenge for anybody. Etsy Edie, I think it's, I think it's Edie something like that. No, I ain't gonna try it. The big man, he's like seven three, something crazy. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a problem for somebody. So no uh, Cinderella stories. I'll never feed into the Cinderella stuff like that. I like Murray State too. They're 30 and two, got three big time scorers. Uh, KJ Williams averaging 18.2. Look at you giving uh, your bag real quick. <laughs> Tevin Brown, 16.9, and Justice Hall, 13.2. So you got three big time scorers. You never know. I guess I always say it's a game of basketball. You just got to play good basketball at the right time. All right, let me, I need to, you know, get him a look, see what's going on. I'm glad I ain't done my bracket yet. You know, hey. I think I, I, when I was perusing, I think I had uh, San Fran beating them because San Fran actually. But Bill Russell there? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, I want to say, I, I want to say they actually gave like Gonzaga a run. 
in like that tournament or they were in the, the tournament championship or something. They were ranked recently. Okay. But that's a nice little nugget on yeah. Murray. Thank you. You win 30 games. You're doing something you're right. Doing something. So. And you know they're all veteran guys. Right. Right? Because that's how that's how Jar was. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we got 18 games or 18 days until you know the championship game is played. So we're gonna be wrong. We're gonna be talking about these these bad it's picks. Be, Everybody's gonna be wrong. Know. It's so, so much fun. I it love is. March Madness. It is. So at this point, I mean, we're kind of gonna I say let's come back, you know, next uh, next week. Let's figure out who we actually picked. That obviously by that time, all of our brackets will be set. You know, who we kind of jumped out the window for, who we gotten right so far, and at that point, let's see who's actually hot. We might kind of change our final pick, even though these these picks are set in our bracket. But we might kind of change who we uh we pick for that final four in that championship these next coming weeks. Either way, it's gonna be great basketball because. This past weekend has been the yeah. most fun. I actually watched all the uh, conference championships. So nice. I didn't watch that much basketball throughout the year, but it's going to be some fun basketball. I think so. I think there's a lot more parity. There's a lot of parity, I think. And I think a lot of upsets and just fun, good games are going to happen. Yeah, I, 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 I think so, too. I, I think the I think it's all set up for that. And I, I'm just happy that it's here. Again, I, I think we kind of were... I don't know if we were down on it or we were just down on the season itself. No, and just you. Was it just me? <laughs> nah. I was up. Oh, you were unk said he didn't I really was watch it. Yeah. Nah, I, yeah. I watched a lot of college you ball. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I watched a lot of college ball. Good grief, Charlie Brown. All right. Well then. Uh, definitely just watching Duke. <laughs> nah, I watched right. a lot I mean, of ball. You ain't gonna be watching them for too long, so I, I, stop I, it. Stop I, it. I, you never know. You never know. From New York now? <laughs> Got, got you a glizzy? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I guess at that point, well, this guy. I completely understand the, the questions that, that are going to come. I just want to ask you one question. I know that these questions could go on and on each and every day. I just want to ask you one question. Is that a real question? What, what you want me to say to that? I just want to ask you. Why you gotta be so negative? How you think about that? Oh, bro. Good ass question. I just want to ask you. Well, that's a great question. One question. I love it. You have your, you finally got your. I finally intro. found my niche. There it, it is. is. Hey, so obviously it's gonna be a Lakers question. AD went out and said if if the Lakers had him last year in the against the Suns, they could have went further into the playoff. How do y'all feel about that statement and? Should AD have just shut up and got better? <laughs> or how do y'all feel about what he said? He's right. But do you think it's the it was the right time to say that? Granted, the Lakers are playing terrible and he's not available to help them at all. Should he have said anything? Well, I mean, in that same and I didn't listen to the interview, but I think in that same interview he also talked about trying to get back and he's hoping that he will be back to make to be in this playoff if they make it which they don't deserve to make the playing game but that's not this conversation um if he was asked the question then why well, i'd say otherwise you deflect you just draw attention yeah. to a team that doesn't need attention right now wait it's the lakers they they will always get attention when we're great everybody talk they talk about us every day and we're terrible they talk about us every day it's the lakers there's, there's no way we're not getting attention i'm in a group chat where 
everybody's got a different favorite team, and the Lakers get talked about more than anybody else. Whether we're good or bad, the Lakers get talked about. The Just biggest adding, brand in basketball. You're adding fuel to the fire. There needed to be more fuel. Like every every team still <laughs> goes out and plays the Lakers like Kobe's out there. Like every week they want like everybody wants to you want to beat the Lakers. Everybody hates the Lakers. So whether he says it or not, they still gonna hate him. They still gonna try and run the score up on us. But you do believe AD, if AD was available last year, we would have made it to the finals. Yeah. Okay. Pump. I think we beat the Suns. We were up weren't we up two one in that series? We were. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's cool. If LeBron said it, it would, it would hold more weight for me. Mm. I mean, it's coming from a guy who's just not there. Like, he's good. He's really good. When he's healthy, Anthony Davis is really, really top good. Top five. I'm not going to go that far. I've, I never have. He has top five talent. He's never going to be top five. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it, I, guess it, I guess I also take into consideration that the team that he's talking about actually did go to the NBA Finals. It's not like, like well, yeah, we lost to a, a team that got bounced in the second round. He's, he's talking about the team that went to the NBA Finals. Right. So it's like, no, they were they were really, really good. But he, they are, we won the NBA yep. Finals the year before. I, that's fine. I, I get that. I'm just saying that the team went to the NBA Finals. They, they didn't lose to a team that didn't deserve to be in the playoffs or just want a, a play-in game or got bounced again in the first or second round or whatever. He didn't say that. He just said we would have beat him. I hear what you're saying. And what he said kind of holds weight because when he was healthy, mm-hmm. we were up, what, 2-1? We're up in the series. Yeah, and then he got sure. hurt and, and series went left. And when we were healthy, we won a championship. So why would he say anything else? I just think he just doesn't need to say anything. You think he should just be quiet bubble championship? Yeah. Call it what you want to. No, a championship is a championship. Okay. I got 17 of them. They all count. They're not all bubbles. All 17 count. Yeah, you're right. They Everybody do. had the same opportunity to win, and we did. So what's the difference? And one can argue if, it was if harder. Any, if anything, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to do the, that. If anything, no. if anything, the other teams, especially in the West, actually, also the Miami Heat, had an advantage because we would have had home court advantage. So you didn't have to play in Staples. You actually got a chance to not have to deal with that environment. So... I'm you should have beat us. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm cool with on with certain places for home court advantage in basketball. You you don't want to play in Staples in the playoffs. Why? <laughs> it's Staples. Yeah, that is probably first of all, first of all, name a arena that's more challenging. It's Staples. Why is Staples? His mama so- named Staples. I'm gonna call him Staples. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Why is that stadium so challenging? I guess when I'm you just curious. It's not a hostile environment, but it's still the it star is a hostile environment. Why? Not, like, not, what's it's so not like of, so hostile about of it. you got the celebs, you got people talking. It's a it's, it's distracting. Yeah, it's not a normal atmosphere. Yeah, what are we talking about? What but you, what you, they miss challenge? When you think when you think hostile environment, you're thinking ruckus, and that's not the Staples Center. Wait, so what? It's if, still intimidating. Are there no challenging stadiums in your opinion in uh, the, in the NBA? Maybe New York. No, but, I, no. I mean, I, I think that there are certain places like like. Like I think about old stadiums like where um <clears throat> like Palace of Auburn Hills, even old Chicago Stadium, because it was smaller. Like that's that's kinda like when we talk about um Cameron Indoor. Mm. When you have people who are right on top of you, you can hear every single thing. That's a challenging place to play. I don't think that LA is like, oh my God, they're gonna just talk bad about you. Philly, like, yeah, Philly fans are terrible. I wouldn't want to play there. I think Philly has a home court advantage because you might have people who just get into your head. 
I don't. I, I, I think, never. But I think I, every I've arena never, has that. Though. Every arena is going to have I've, people that are chirping. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think that I've never heard or anybody said, "Oh man, you know, it's a really tough place to play." L.A. I don't think I've heard that period in in the NBA. Nobody says it's yeah. A which tough is why, place which is why play. I'm wondering why you think Staples Center. Is, you said it of the like. Okay, <laughs> like, so why you, is Staples so, so tough? You, so if you're looking it's at a, actually it's not Staples either. It's crypto. It's, no, it's, it's Staples. Staples. My name is Staples. If you're crypto. if you're talking about arenas where one there are. Whatever goes into a game, mm-hmm. every arena is going to have chirpers. Mm-hmm. Every arena has people talking trash, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think in L.A., and you probably also get in New York, the distractions are probably at a much higher pace than Phoenix. There are no distractions in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like who or who's what? Who or what is distracting as opposed to playing in L.A.? You're talking now to the, Jay-Z on yeah, the side. Now the person talking might actually be somebody. Floyd like is it actually to might you. be a name. It's like, oh, okay, so like, that, dang, so like, oh, Floyd's standing up running his mouth. At that point, to Toronto it. is more of a home court advantage because Drake. Drake is annoying. But I, but, I think, but I think Toronto, <laughs> Toronto is a is a place right. to play. Like, but, but there's nobody in L.A. like, like who, who's an L.A. guy? The dude from Snowfall. Jack. Yeah, he, who? Jack. But it, it, it doesn't have to be. Jack. Oh, Wait, Jack what? Nicholson? Jack yeah, Nicholson. Jack, yeah. But like, it doesn't have to be any one person, but it's simply the fact that it's going to every single game. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people you also know who are your peers, mm-hmm. as opposed to a bunch of rando fans. It's like, yeah, if, it, if it's chirpers, then yeah, every stadium's got chirpers. Yeah, I, I but think- Staples, I, to me, Staples, New York, they offer something that you won't get every other place. Every place mm-hmm. is going to have a bunch of people. It's going to be packed out. It's going to be loud. And it's going to be chirpers. I think it's a lot different if I'm playing ball and you and Unc are, are courtside, and I'm talking to y'all, as opposed to some random dude I don't know. Who pay for these seats and he's just being annoying. I yeah, can handle y'all you, too. But you're not used to that. You get that every week. Every single night, there's some yeah. random guy in the stands. Like, why do you care what that guy says? Again, it's I, different I, when Spike says it though. Right. As a right. Like that's why, like, that's the thing. That's why it's not in Toronto then, 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 the thing because why, Drake then, is sitting then why, there. Then why do, then why do people then, then why on a regular basis do people think that Philly is so like their, their fans are such jerks? Because like, they like, are, they're, they're nasty people. So why are they worse than the fans in LA who sit courtside? Because they're celebrities. I didn't say that they're. I didn't say that they're. I said they are worse in terms of like the 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 general fan in Philly mm-hmm. has a reputation for just being bad people, just jerks to so, in, so, in sporting events. They, all right, so so they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah, like, so, you can so never that, live that down. Right, so at that point, we all, we always talk about KD being an egg. At that point. Who is he gonna get more pissed at? His homeboy Drake talking or some rando fan who he's gonna who's gonna subtweet later? Well, my question is who's more <laughs> likely to get his attention? Right, that's what I was gonna that's go. That's the thing. You could get, like, caught, up, you could get for, caught up talking KD, to Drake the whole game. No, for KD, it's gonna be that rando fan. Who, I disagree. No, he's gonna brush that off. If, if it's no, Drake, he's, he's 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 going to talk to Drake and before even, the and game even, and even Russ. And after the Russ game. gets caught up in those that's random Russ. people. That's that's that's, that's one K- thing. That's Katie, KD's gonna see Drake after the game. He's gonna try to alter his game it. to try to shut Drake up. No, and it could I, affect yeah. the game. I think those mm. you're more likely I disagree with if you. you are also of an equal of those people, you're mm. much more likely to get their attention. Nah. All right, y'all didn't answer my question. Well, we diverted from the question, but no, I mean, sure. I think I answered the question. You said, I mean, uh, he said it. I think he was right. They were they were leading the series. And if they beat fit, they beat Phoenix, they who up, was the best team then in the West because they, they went to the championship. Were they up two or two one? Two, two one. one. Then at that point, and leading the and leading game four, they were up in game four when he got hurt. But don't say that this season. Shut up. Wait, so Let's get better. So wait, so in game four, were they up three one or was it tied? It was two one, and it was game four. They were up two one. Oh, three games have been played, and they're winning game four, was, and he gets was, hurt. I was doing bogey math. So. <laughs> 
You don't forget. <laughs> I carry the one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, hey, yeah. Again, like at that point, he's that team is more was more talented than Phoenix. Sure. When healthy. But you didn't have to say it this season, though. You gotta ask the question. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to get better to help my team. That's it. Move on. That's all you. Go, that's all he's gonna say for a whole interview. Just play. yes. I'm here so I won't get fired. Listen, that man he's ain't not gonna do that. The fact that his nickname is Street Clothes <laughs> and Data Davis. Don't ask him. He ain't gonna be there. He's still a star. He ain't I gonna ain't be gonna there. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. Episode 62, man. I think we're all good on this one. Yep. Man to my left, Unc Shay. Yep. Man to my right, Breeze. Yeah. We out you. <laughs>